Now, Manus. Yeah. R- Manus the Red Nose relapse. Relapse. What? Yeah. Manus the Red Nose relapse. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because, yeah, yeah, it cuts off at the end there. Yeah, it's no, uh, it's no, there's a big red truck in Manus, but it'll do. I didn't have, <laughs> you know, I didn't have the same amount of time with it. I had 11 minutes for the bigger red truck in Manus. I honestly think that Manus the Red Nose Relapse is better. That's not what the people in my meetings are saying, but I agree with you. (laughs) God, I sure miss truck Manus. (laughs) Like, man, at least when he was putting things in his ass, he was sober this time. Uh, that is one of those times though where if your parents find out that you're doing it you're like I swear to god I fell off the wagon yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was drunk I promise because I mean it's just that they were saying you were really clear headed doing it and I don't I don't know that people described you as having never been more lucid yeah (laughs) yeah 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 as almost as, as though the putting as it in God is my witness, I am of sound mind and body as I stick this in my anus. Well, man, I think we all agree. we all know what you're saying is Hollywood likes to take control of people by putting things in their ass, but uh, <laughs> I, I can't say I go so yeah, far yeah, as to... yeah. no, Alex. I believe what I said was I like Hitler. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> the rope, and I cannot lie, you other brothers can't deny. See. <laughs> Look, if people weren't wild about big butts before Sir Mix-a-Lot came along, white people anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Africa, African-American community always knew the big butts were where it's at. But, they were a step uh, ahead on the butts. Whitey was yeah. like, I don't even want I don't even want a bump. I want it to go yeah. straight back I to want, heels. I want, I want a pank. I want a pancake back <laughs> there. Pancake yeah, part. yeah. I want to see shoulder blade and then a straight line and then the floor. And then, like, yeah. yeah. And it's proof that people don't like, don't have diverse experiences of their own volition because the only person who could want that is someone who'd never seen anything else. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what a big butt is? Huh. Well, oh, I thought you were talking uh, about, Peter. I thought you were talking about fatties. Man, I, cause I like that, and I can't lie. Uh, <laughs> Literally, uh, we got we uh, got in, uh, d- d- drove up at lunchtime, had lunch here. <laughs> nice. Uh, in the spa now, and a bit of bit of dinner. I have a facial in the morning, and then back, uh, and then back to Dublin tomorrow. Stunning. That is yeah. truly stunning. Yeah, absolutely delighted. That is, I mean, you deserve it. You deserve it, Jack. I'll tell you that. You deserve it. You worked Thanks, hard. Thanks, man. Ish. Yeah, yeah. I work my ass off one week a month. Yeah, six pretty, mu- a year. pretty much. Yeah, 30% of the time you are working your ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I did get that feedback once from Monzi. It was like, the problem is that you at 60% still is better than most people, but I could really use you at 100% for a while. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that is so nice. Thanks. That's the best compliment I've ever received. Yeah. Thanks, man. And you know what? Yeah. I'm I'm showing up for the next couple of months. <laughs> John, you, you are really one of those people who the compliment sandwich works on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is true. Yeah. Not heard. You're being lazy, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... you're right. I am pretty great. I am I am better than everyone else. <laughs> Oh. <sighs>
Uh, if I'm coming through a bit clearer today, it is because we have the internet. You've got the internet. God, you love. You absolutely love to see it. You love oh it. man, you're gonna get to watch so much porn. That's the thing. That's why I got it because of the because of the porn. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that doesn't. Can I go ask you guys a internet question regarding billing? Show what websites you've been on on your phone bill after you go on the internet. Just curious, man, because I've spent a lot of time on uh, Fantasy Premier League. And I don't want that showing up on the phone bill. Is, I, I hate to break it to you. It, show, it shows exactly what websites you are on and for oh. how long. Oh, and God, what I you mean, were doing while you were on them. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Because I, I hate, I don't, that's unfortunate. Because I had a lot of fantasy Premier League time logged recently. Um, <laughs> I was mostly thinking of Harry Kane, you know, um, mm. which is not great to be doing. And Harry Kane, uh, as his nickname is, as far as I know, uh, to all his Premier League clubmates, his nicks, his nickname is um, BBW. They call him that. Yeah, yeah, um, they do. Yeah, I, I, I remember hearing that on fantasypremierleague.com as well. Yeah, big baller William. Which is because Harry William Kane, as they call him. That is what they call him, yeah. And a lot of time when I'm writing in my fantasy league notebook, it looks it looks a lot like because it's under the desk, it can look it's not obvious what I'm doing, but I'm writing in my fantasy league notebook. Yeah, um, yeah. You gotta because you gotta keep a physical record as well as a digital record. Otherwise, like what if they mess up? Like, what like, the, you know. Yeah, which has happened before, you know, which yeah. is why which is why I'm always clear. I'm always really keen to wipe up any time the ink spills on it because with blotting paper, okay. And the reason for that is I, I, I think, I think, do you know what? You know what? Sometimes you just got to know when they couldn't run with a bit. You, you, yes. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my question was, does, does this mean it's going to show up all the porn that I watch? <laughs> oh, well, I'm not too worried about that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to watch that. I like to watch that in the living room in front of people. Anyway, I mean, it's just. <laughs> uh, uh, you know. I'm there just wait. I can't even start jerking off until someone gets home. I got to be there yeah. waiting. Like, oh, come on. There's only one rule for. There's only one rule for porn in our house, and it's the same rule as the Australian government has, which is massive tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Australian uh, government's solving the right problems. <laughs> we got to protect. Uh, we're mostly working on protecting um, vulnerable people in the industry by um, going for. Okay, now then. Stephen, they're not going to go for this. There's no way. We're not going to be able to pull this <laughs> off. Just say it, Alf. Just say it. It's the only way you're going to know. Just go for big tits only. No big tits small only. ones. No hungry little titties. <laughs> only the big milkers. Oh, my God. They're writing it down. The bloody were writing it down. <laughs> they're voting. They're over there voting. Voting for it. Oh my god. I, I thought for sure we were gonna get fired over this one. <laughs> oh well, you know, um, it's the final countdown. You're um, damn right it is. Uh, joining us this week, Gavin and Jack, because this week I get an intro and I'm gonna sing the same song that they sang to me at my work Christmas party this week. His name is Manto and he just drank 15 cans. <laughs> This is a nice hotel, try not to get us banned. 
and then I did. So that was... <laughs> That's a good song. I don't believe that anyone you work with wrote that. I think you no, wrote I, that. I, I, I wrote that. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that a few yeah. years ago. From, from everything you've told us about the absolute dullards you work with, I don't think they're <laughs> capable of... Yeah. I don't no. think even if... I think if they could choose a skill to have, it wouldn't even be writing. It wouldn't even be able to... Being able to do that. No, the selection... The selection. probably be breathing through their nose. <laughs> really loudly. Yeah, no, the... <laughs> The, uh, the public appointments uh, process does tend to weed out people with those particular skills, you know? <laughs> um, so I don't really know how I snuck through. There, there must be one. There can be only one, I think is what it is. Yeah, mm. it's a Highlander situation. And they decided to, um, to fully utilize my excellent communication skills by contacting the communications department and making sure I don't get to work there. So I don't actually, I'm not actually have to talk to anyone in my job, like not just outside people either. I don't have to talk to anyone in, in the office either. <laughs> but hey, it's a living. It's a living. Madison, if you to describe it, was it like you are, like what you, do day to day is honestly a mystery to me. Uh, let's keep oh, yeah. it that way. <laughs> let's, let's keep it that. Let's keep it a mystery to you and to anyone above me in the chain. All right. <laughs> There's no need to elaborate on that. I don't. I think they might have forgotten that I still work there. But once they don't forget to pay me, that's not going to bother me. No, I am. Um, I create. I I make. I um, put together like figures for. PQs and stuff, um, no. and um, I've never just made them up on the spot. So you put together figures. So you're there, like gluing shit together and painting. No, I make up. I, I make. I make up. I make up numbers, like new ones. You know. Oh. Whoa. What's oh, like the, we need something. We need something between Flip. ten and eleven. It's a real opening in the market. Flintine. <laughs> <laughs> See, flintine yeah. sounds like a small number because flim sounds like flimsy, but it's in the teens. Yeah, yeah. it is. How many, uh, how many? You've been coasting ever since you replaced eleven with one t one. One t one was a good one. <laughs> that one, that that one made it all the way to a prime time special before anyone copped it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him; he's just spinning them out like a lunatic. Yeah, well, that's um, that's what we're doing this week. Nothing. Uh, we have beers. Some of us, Jack doesn't because he's at a spa. Um. In Sellafield, I think he's in. I know, I know you thought it was going to be Seafield. We're sorry. The, the yes. prize committee has been contacted, but we're told that if it feels like skin irritation, it's probably just that exfoliant we put on you earlier not to yeah. worry too much. The exfoliating about what the Geiger counter says. The exfoliating treatment is, I would say, effective if unwanted. Mm. Mm. I do feel that uh, exfoliating was a word that was invented after Chernobyl happened. And they were like, yeah, it's, it makes your skin fall off. It's yeah, just... yeah, and that's a good thing. And, and that's that a good is, thing. And I cannot emphasize enough that that is a good thing. Yeah, you really only need to bother us if that doesn't happen, all right? So. Yeah. <laughs> and now, is there any way that we can make this better? How about we stick small plastic pellets in body wash for a while just to convince people <laughs> that it's all part of the same thing? <laughs> Will that cause another environmental issue? Oh yeah, big oh, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much less acute, but much more impactful. Huh? Yeah, Sorry. yeah. But isn't it going to be very hard to blame the third world when that eventually blocks up, blocks up our sewers? Oh, we'll find a way. That, people will eat that right <laughs> <up. Yeah. laughs> 
I don't know if you've seen the type of crude oil they're they're burning in India, but let me tell you something. <laughs> well, I don't see why we should even bother unblocking our series when the third world is developing so fast that it's just wiping out any gains we would have. You know, mm. <laughs> I'm not going to take advice from a 14 year old on how to change that. All right, okay, or of any sort. Or any, yeah, or anyone who has done more research than me. Yeah, whoever, I'm just whoever, sick of experts. Yeah, and... People, and like people, people are. Yeah. Mm. And I don't want people who don't know what they're talking about either. To be honest, I've decided, and I'm not... Yeah, being, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that's the crux of the issue here. I've decided, and you should shut up. <laughs> I won't be, you don't have to shut up, but I won't be listening to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, um, uh, what what are you drinking there, Gavin? It, it seems to be your favorite brewery from your favorite hamper givers. Yeah, yeah, no, this is uh, Outer Place Brewing. Oh, it's Wolf. Okay, I take it back. No, 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 it's a mini mini disco. It's their session IPA, and on first tasting, this is delicious. It's really nice. It's icy cold because I haven't figured out how my fridge works in terms of setting temperature yet, um, but. I am getting like a kind of smoothness to it, a little bit of like, it's not quite fruitiness. It's almost like a kind of a, sort of cucumber a bit, you know, mm. like when you have like a, a, a flavored water that's cucumbery, it's absolutely delicious. I cannot express enough how nice this is on first tasting. It is like exactly what I would want from a session IPA to be. It is fresh, clean. Yeah. Yeah, I like I could session away on this. It's it's very nice because it is one of the more bastardized and abused to the point of uselessness terms in uh, mm. in, in beer marketing. And it really it, it's annoying when one goes like that because it really is a valuable it, term. It just like double yeah. dry hopped. Like yeah. double dry hopped. <laughs> totally. Exactly. What's, like what's, what's the what's the term here? Session IPA. Se and, and and just the term just, session into session in general because you could have a session pale ale you could have a session yeah, yeah. yeah but like it is bastardized and i think that this maybe does fall into that category it's 4.4 like i think you kind of need to be going lower than a macro like lower than uh, a heineken a guinness which are like what 4.1 4.2 yeah, I would, I, I would, I mean, like, it's not, the fact is, if you're, if you're, if you're from America, where 5% is what your Budweiser or whatever is, then fine, 4.4, fine, you know, okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, so it's not completely pulling the piss, uh, but we do, it, it's, it, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it needs any descriptor term in front of it in that sense, it's just a beer, no. you know. And, and, and calling it uh, a session IPA or a session pale ale when it is that percent kind of makes me think it's more of a like binge drinking uh, IPA, <laughs> you know? Which I like, wish they'd you, be straight with, you know? Like, honestly, if you want me to session this, I am going to be drunk, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a few egregious ones. Like, I've seen, like, micro IPAs at, like, 4% and stuff. And like, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Like, you know, um, yeah, maybe for you that's not a lot. That's a lot of alcohol, but not for me. I'm a legend. You want to see me and my friends when we go drinking, man? It's crazy. It's crazy. We drink <laughs> so much, and uh, and that's then eventually we just stop talking. 
uh, <laughs> to, to each other. <laughs> it's great, man. It's great. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Time, you, there was a traffic code on the street. It was oh, I was about to go over and pick it up. And I said to Steve, and I said, wouldn't it be crazy if I picked that up and shouted into it? And I didn't do that because it was over the other side of the road. But it was, I could, if I had it done it, you Imagine. Yeah, yeah. That would have been That's sort of wild stuff that we come up with. When I told Davo uh, the story, I left out the part that I didn't do it. And the funny thing is, he didn't doubt for a second that I would have done it. He didn't doubt for a second that I would have done it. The 12 pubs of Tuesday, as we call it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because we just it doesn't matter even if it wasn't Christmas, we drink that many beers on a night out easily. How many 12 pints in the one pub and then there's more pubs to go is the thing. <laughs> I'm reminded when I'm um, when I'm told of the told by myself doing a voice of <laughs> yeah, these people going like, oh, that's not very much alcohol at all. I normally drink loads. Uh, uh, in, uh, in 2005, I think it was, when there was a, we, we would uh, occasionally get a touring side over and they'd just stay, stay with, stay with, stay with, you'd get a get billeted in, in people's houses. Uh, mm. We got a, a team over from Canada and they all got it. They're really big guys, you know, because they're Canadian. And I, I do believe that they um, uh, do feed them more food or something over there. I don't know why they're already big. And they were like sizing us up size wise and like looking at our beer and going, ah, oh, this beer is super weak, bro. You know, and like, look, it's only like 4%, I think, eh? You know, we're going to, oh, these guys are going to be blown away. It's going to be barely like we're even drinking, eh? And they and, and, and they're like ripping the piss out of our beer and how small we were and how big they were. And we were small and they were big. And there's no doubt about that. And uh, our beer is, you know, weaker than their beer. You know, there's no doubting that either. And then, um, then we actually got on fine. It was grand. We played a match. We went out, went out drinking. Uh, they stayed. They stayed in their various houses. They went home, and like two days after all that, after they were all gone, the few of us sitting around the pub, and <laughs> my friend Ronan goes, Did "Anyone else is Canadian pissed the bed?" <laughs> and every like. Like everyone was like, yeah, they all, yeah. We're like, I didn't want to say because I thought I was the only one. They all pissed the bed because they were too drunk. Did everyone else's Canadian piss the bed? Yeah, I was, I was like, thank God that happened to somebody else because I just wasn't bringing that up. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's kind of secondhand embarrassment. It's just like, no, no, my Canadian is fine. Yeah, mine was fine. He didn't piss the bed, but yeah, no, they all, they pretty much two They all pissed the bed. They all pissed Thank the God bed. Thank God they weren't on the 5%, otherwise it might not <laughs> be more than that. Was that, a, that was a tame night for them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we're not so good at the old rugby, eh? But we're going to piss the shit out of your bed, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to piss the shit out of your bed. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, you know that's the first. That's why Jordan Peterson always starts off by telling us all to clean our room, eh? Because you know the thing is, when you're Canadian, you just piss right in your bed. So you it's just really piss right in your bed. It's real important to clean your room, you know. Uh, you know, sometimes when I meet a guy out on Sweden, he stops me. He stops me and he says. Jordan, you, you helped me reconnect with my father and clean up the piss from my sheets as well. <laughs> the young men in this country are being abandoned. Crying Jordan Peterson is where it's at. Uh, I'm going to be, to become a big fan of um, 
Wait, where can where can I get this? Just look up crying Jordan Peterson. Just look up crying Jordan Peterson. He like he like I I don't know if he always did it, but he he cries at the drop of a hat. It'll be like someone will be like, so what do you what do you like most about being on tour? Well, it's funny you should ask because and he's going. He's like, yeah, he's going. <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting, like, interesting addition to his shtick, mm. you know? Like, because I think, like, his original shtick was, like, I'm a lecturer, logic, blah, 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 blah you know, regardless of uh, anybody else's opinion. Uh, and now adding a sort of emotional vulnerability seems to cut across a lot of what he was previously selling to those incel dweebs. Potentially, potentially. Now, I, I don't, I, I, um, it also could be, it could be coming off the, the benzos because I don't know. Um, because there, there usually comes a time like if I, if I do like a good chunk of time off the beer where like it'll happen and it's like, uh, I'll just be sitting there. It's like, why am I sad? Why am I sad now? And then it's like, yeah. oh yeah, because sometimes people get sad and you're supposed to just let it happen. But what you normally do is, <laughs> is it dumb that? Yeah, yeah. You just get the first inkling of, of it. You just run away from it. So it's like, yeah, I can see why that would happen. <laughs> so to answer your question, I am drinking La Chouf. Uh, now, we are, this is their 40th anniversary beer. They have two 40th anniversary beers, it turns out. And I'm hoping this is the one that we didn't already have. They have one at like 8%, and this one is a very sessionable 5.8%. Nice. For a Belgian oh, beer. Yeah, that's a, for, that is the sessioniest Belgian beer you're going to get. It's basically water at this point, you know. Um, that's pretty nice. Mm, good. I'm glad to hear it. Nice. I mean, it's not. This is that's not unless you've never had it before. Any sort of Belgian blonde, this is not going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, yeah, it's pretty darn nice. Yeah. But if you've never had it before, a Belgian blonde will blow your fucking mind. Like I remember the first time we had like Duval or Le Chouf. I think oh, it was yeah, Chouf, yeah, yeah. the first one I had, and it was like, what is this fucking witchcraft? Like this is a spear. <laughs> this is some sort of magic spell. No, you do, you do need to have some sort of yeah, because the idea that like you're drinking a beer and you've had like two, particularly the stronger ones, is like I've had only a couple of sips and I feel amazing. This yeah, must be yeah, brilliant. Because yeah. they um, you do need to you do need at least to want to try new things. Because like, I, like if I know like and everyone will know their father's generation if they like taste a beer and it's anything other than Carlsberg, they'll just be like Bleh! No, uh, uh, my dad likes this really cool craft beer called Hop House 13. Oh, um, it has a bit of flavor to it. <laughs> it's just got a little bit more about it, you know? It's just, I, I don't know I, what it is. I'd love to think, and, I, and he probably is like among, among his like friends, he's like a connoisseur. It's like, well, oh, sometimes Jerry will go for an L Hop House 13. I have no idea what your father's name is. I've met him. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Carberry sounds like a good name, though. It does know. sound like a good name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't want to tell the listeners what he's called. They'll just they'll look up his OnlyFans, and frankly, we don't need them doing that. He has enough money. He has <laughs> enough money already. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's making money hand over fist. Emphasis on the fist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gavin, that was terrible. You had to make, if you didn't make that joke, you'd have to hear one of us making it. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that it's been made, there's no need for anyone else to say it again. (laughs) But I did see, and I cannot remember who it was, so I don't know who to attribute the credit to, 
And it wasn't like particularly funny, but it wasn't, it was also probably a pretty good observation. Back to the crying Jordan Peterson. I saw a sketch by somebody where they had a guy who was doing, frankly, a far worse Jordan Peterson impression than I do. So like, you know, um, but then don't take my word for that because I always think someone does a worse impression of someone than I do. So <laughs> it could have been amazing. And they were just like, they had him like trying to do like, um, more like red pilly like um pickup artist stuff because mm. uh, like obviously like, it's, it's, it's like i'm being overtaken by andrew tate yeah are still horny and they started going to the gym yeah. <laughs> yeah there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing quite like a little inside weave who gets us who gets absolutely ripped but they're still five foot tall and weird <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. Hey everybody, I'm strong now. <laughs> yeah, and you get that. And I, as a short man, I'm aware of this, and I see it in other short men. And he's like, "You're aware that the way you work out makes you look shorter, right?" Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. You, you absolutely, if you are, if you are shorter than average, and Jack, like you're five seven, like you're not, like you're not, like, like at any level of a height where it, where it would be an issue to you, right? You know, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. But but like I mean, yeah, Jack, you're doing fine. Yeah, you're do, you're you're, you're, you're <laughs> doing, doing fine you're, in spite of, and in many ways because of the the chip on my shoulder that the height has given me. You you don't have you don't remotely have a chip in your shoulder. I think everyone has <laughs> everyone in your life up until you were a certain age treated you like you were six four, and you've just behaved like that forever. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I do you, I do you, carry myself about six foot in spite of standing yeah. a soaking wet five foot six or seven. But it sort of works. I always just, it's only when I see photos of us that I realize I've got a couple of inches on you. I'm like I always just assume we're the same height. Like, you, know? <laughs> you know you know but you know the funny thing is, honest, I assume that but, too. You know, um, I would <laughs> and the- I would swap. I assume that too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you gonna do? But no. It, so it's in your int- it's in your interest to as a shorter man, or as any if you're lacking anywhere, and I'm lacking loads of places. So like, it's in your interest to be to control the controllables and be in shape. You know, mm. there's there's nobody to say that just because you're short, you also have to be like short and and, and overweight or whatever. But some people take it way too far. And at a certain point, when you start putting on loads of bulk, it really does make you look way shorter. And I don't know mm. why quite it does, but it does. Yeah. You feel like approaches, it's like you could just work like less hard and look way better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what is it? Neil's uh, approach to songwriting. If this was just a little bit worse, it'd be way better. Yeah, it'd be way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always in favor of that. As, 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 as. He's like, it's like go for the path of least resistance. Have you tried making it worse? Because it's going to have to get way better to be good. But if you make it a little <laughs> yeah, yeah. worse, it could be funny. <laughs> And that's yeah, nearly yeah. as good. Was that the, was that the whale song? Was that where that principle was? Yeah, the whale correct? song was like we need, we needed to get like was like the the effort it would have taken to get it to be good was gargantuan and frankly beyond us. Mm. But the effort to make it slightly worse was like oh yeah, so suddenly all of the bits that we're not happy with are actually funny now. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is good, you know. Um, what are you gonna do? And that and it launched us. It really launched our career, you know. Yeah, it did. That I, we wouldn't be here today. <laughs> we launched our career well. right out of ever being able to get booked anywhere. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. Right in the toilet, right <laughs> in the trebuchet from three hundred meters away with pinpoint accuracy into a toilet. <laughs> into a toilet, you know. Um. Uh, 
you know. Um, why is Andrew Tate all on my YouTube recommendation? Like, I just feel like these fucking right-wingers just come in waves and they game the algorithm so fucking hard. It's like, oh, this guy's white and a dude and straight as well. Let me tell you what you need, my friend. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it's because, frankly, you, you need what he's selling. I don't even really know... I don't know what he's. I mean, selling. I rough. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could figure out the basics of what he's probably selling, but like you know, I don't actually know what it was that differentiates him to be either terrible or great, depending on hmm. what way you 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 come to look at it. Like he just seems fairly boilerplate, irritating. Um, yeah, I'd never I'd never heard of him until like the the some of the 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 youths in my life mentioned him, and I was like. I simply, I simply have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. He just you're, seems you're, like you're a scam to... artist who, who's, who's, who's just hustling and grinding by scamming people who probably do need help, but not the help he's offering. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and, and there's like, like thousands of those. The, yeah, and he's offering the sort of like aspirational lifestyle uh, that like Dan Blazarian offers, which is like yeah. it's only aspirational. No, if you are a misogynistic narcissist, <laughs> you yeah, know? That's true. that does like it. It like yes, it has the trappings of a really fun lifestyle, but you look so fucking unhappy doing it. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to no, you'd have to either be either either be or either or, uh, I'm a, either or or either am I like a, a sort of I, I I think misogynist probably is the right word, or and potentially and not really have had a bunch of girlfriends before mm. like any like anyone who's like it, it like dated it around or like you know don't like been kind of half single and like had a few different like people on the go at the same time will tell you it's like it sucks it might be fine it might be fine for a minute but like it only gets worse the longer it goes on and it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah eventually you stop feeling good about everything and everyone involved first and foremost yourself yeah yeah so yeah it's yeah like, <laughs> unless you're literally chingus khan right you've, got, <laughs> you've conquered most of most of europe okay then maybe yeah. it might be like well maybe i do need a girl in every port you know yeah but yeah gotta get me a road like, wife that's what i need <laughs> <laughs> the thing i also like find really fucking weird about the andrew taste thing and the damn blazarian thing is like they're living this fucking jet-setting, yacht-riding, limousine-riding lifestyle. Like, from what I understand, from, like, my, like, brief encounters with him, at one point, he was, like, a middling kickboxer. Where is the money coming from? Where is it, Andrew? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, in, in, in his case, and I think in most of those, like, guys' cases, like... It's a, it's such a wacky thing because it's like you can your your money is coming from the people that you're telling how to have the life you have that you've only had because they're giving because you. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, remember remember the the Tinder swindler. Yeah, that yeah. rhymes. It feels like I should know about the Tinder swindler. It was a documentary about this guy who would just like 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 be on Tinder and make women fall in love with him and pretend he was this like this like jewelry prince. And then he'd be like, oh, God, sorry, one of my credit cards is expensive. Can I just have, like, 50 grand? And they'd be like, he's so rich, he's definitely going to give it back to me. And oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a confidence man. 
Yeah, he was like, full on con man. Yeah, yeah, like wanted, wanted by Interpol kind of kind of con man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he he like the Tinder swindler was like a Ponzi scheme where like you just needed to convince them at the start that you had loads of money and then like the the riches would flow yeah. and you'd use the last woman's money to convince the next woman. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like Andrew Tate, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've actually just googled don't it. Don't understand people. He, he turns on. out he has an online like college thing. Oh yeah, sure. Isn't he the isn't he the provost of um, Trinity? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the provost of Trinity Online. You know, I seem to remember. Uh, very good. <laughs> I think I would be a bit of a sucker for a con man because, for one of the reasons, is because I think I wouldn't be. So, therefore, I definitely that's too yeah, many. Yeah, yeah. There are people who think they could never be God. But, like, one time a guy sold me a bag of something that wasn't cocaine and, like, I didn't know him at all. He just approached me on the street. I was like, you're going to have to give me a little bump of that or I'm not giving you any money because I don't like believe you. <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, I mean, I can do, but hey, I'm wearing a suit. A guy in a suit's not going to trick you. <laughs> and I went, yeah, okay. It's probably true. Yeah, you, you make a very good point, sir. Why would a guy in a suit try to trick me? Yeah, here's my money. Give me that, that powder, please. <laughs> no one in a suit has ever told a lie. You can't, yeah. they actually I've do got, a test before they sell you the suit. I've, I've got a, um, I've got a, I've got a cocaine story for you. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. So, all right. Okay. Listeners, if you're a cop, uh, stop listening. Okay. Good. They have to. Okay. That, they have to. Yeah. Otherwise the trap would. Um, so I was at a wedding a few months ago, weeks ago. I'm not sure. Um, but, it was a raucous affair uh, where, you know, I didn't partake, but there happened to be a lot of cocaine floating around. I've been at a few and, like, weddings myself, Gavin, yeah, or I didn't partake either, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. Mad, yeah. No, um, but I heard this story a few days later where a guy, there was so much, like, free-flowing cocaine, like bags after bags, that some guy saw a pile of powder on a table near the dance floor. I was just like, oh, deadly, some cocaine. <laughs> Grabbed a little pinch of it and rubbed it on his gums. He was like, ow, oh, what's a cocaine? Broken glass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. He was speaking to someone at the day two of this wedding, and he was like, Oh yeah, this fucking crazy thing happened to me where like I thought there was a bit of cocaine on the table near the dance floor. I picked up a gun and like it turned out to be broken glass. He was like, Oh, that broken glass? Yeah, I snorted that. (laughs) (laughs) And here 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 I am thinking it's like, oh well, you know what's probably gonna get me? Is there's gonna be like fentanyl or something, you know? Uh, yeah. It's like, no, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Someone's no, probably going to sell glass. you fucking uh, vanish powder mixed with broken glass and you're going to do <laughs> line after line of it until your face explodes. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, I moved on to a second beer uh, for anyone who's curious, which is the Mescan Brewery Seven Virtues series and it's their lager. And I've had it before, and it's one of their, uh, it's one of the nicer beers out there. So just to, to anyone who's thinking about it. So this is much. They're, for, they're from, they're from like Westport, Westport, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 
They're, yeah, I don't know, like, are they successful? I don't know if they aren't, they really should be, but I could see why they might be because I don't imagine they could be shifting enough. Volume, but I guess how much volume do you have to? I don't know. I don't know if a lot of breweries are making money. Yeah. I, I don't know. I need someone on the economics of this. Like, is this like a passion project for a lot of people? How many breweries are actually making money? Or it's very easy to make money. Yeah. Now, no, no one, if it's the second thing, no one is going to tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my, my father is a trade union uh, representative for most of his career. And he gave me a bit of advice around this. He goes, you know, I've been negotiating with companies for a career spanning about 40 years and uh, in my entire time none of them were making a profit <laughs> like, yeah yeah i can see that yeah okay, fair enough it's like somehow they're all just fucking hands out just handing out that money but not making any it's crazy you know yeah, it's mad yeah <laughs> oh, i don't know so we have talked about less on this episode i think than any other than yeah had. Oh yeah, this is this is vamping. <laughs> no, that's Vamp. what I call vamping. <laughs> no, I, I did mean I did mean to get into the, uh, the 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 sad departure of the England football team from the World Cup, but I'm sure that's been done to death by the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The World Cup will be nearly over by the time we. Uh, it'll be like we'll know who the finalists are by the time this comes out. But uh, yeah, I'm sad to see them go said no one ever <laughs> <laughs> i was i i what didn't want them to lose yet because normally you do want to get to, to get them to get to a semi-final to get knocked out in the penalty shootout like that's that's the only reason you don't want them to get to a final is because something weird could happen like they're probably not going to win but the line unless you could break a foot you know yeah 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 but as soon as as soon as morocco knocked out portugal i was like oh for fuck's sake so okay england win they're going to play them and then yeah, it's probably yeah. not going to be a great game. A fucking a, a miss hit shot is going to deflect off Harry Maguire's arse, dribble into the corner of the goal. <laughs> yeah, and then they're in the fucking World Cup final and anything yeah. happens. Yeah. 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 I I agree. I agree that like I wouldn't have wanted I mean, them to be knocked out by France, like by some margin, the best team in the world is kind of sad. You wanted them to be knocked out by like a I don't know, like a Croatia or a, a yeah. Portugal or something, you know, someone who's like good, but like. Yeah, someone like, in all honesty, when you look at the two teams, a normal country would look at and go, yeah, fair play, they beat us. But because of the hubris of yeah. England, they will see it as like a calamity that they did beat Croatia. Right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was 2018 World Cup semi final might have been perfect because it was like they even went ahead in the game. And it's coming yeah. home, guys. It's coming home. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then they, and then they didn't. Yeah. And it turned out that the final of the Euros where they lost to Italy was perfect as well. But it for a little perfect. while, it's like, oh, fuck, they might actually win this. But yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. And we got as well, we got like really bad behavior by their supporters as well, which I think. I think people who never got to see it when they were when they were at their worst, I think they think that it's a bad thing, but it's the best thing about England in that tournament is their fans <laughs> going mental and disgracing the country. <laughs> like, I hate when they're a likable bunch. <laughs> yeah, that's why their rugby fans are so annoying. They're all oh, too nice. Bastards are so bloody pleasant about it and so supportive. <laughs> 
Never shy to put their hand in their pocket to buy you a point, win or lose. Fuck oh. them. That's why the Welsh are the best supporters in the world because they're horrible, horrible cunts. Win or lose. <laughs> And you think you don't love it when you're in the middle of it, but you love it. It's what yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wants sound it go, fans? It goes, it goes the Welsh, because they do their job. It goes the Scots, because they do their job of being massive fucking legends. And then it goes yeah. to the English, for letting everybody down by being sounder than you want them to be. Mm, but not yeah, as sound yeah, as the yeah. Scots. I think people who I think people know I'm, I'm not including you in this, Jack, because I know you're you're making a different point. But I think people who generally are very pro Scottish think they're wonderful and think what it'd be great is if the, if Ireland and Scotland just had this union. Why don't we just fuck Britain? Why don't we have a union of banter with Scotland and Ireland? Those people have never spend any significant time in Scotland because like you meet Scots outside of Scotland and most of them are pretty cool. If you go there, they're horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want I want the Scots who are smart enough to get out of Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. You don't want those that are hanging around Edinburgh making homophobic comments at comedians who are just trying to sell their shows. Just trying to sell their shows. <laughs> like if you if you if you don't if you think that like the the, the bigoted um DUP types in Northern Ireland aren't for you, fair enough, I get it. But at least they're there, or at least they're on the coal face. When you meet them in Edinburgh or Glasgow, or what the fuck are you complaining about? <laughs> You've got what you want. You got what you wanted. Oh, it turned out, don't it always seem to go, that you don't know what it got till it's gone. They paved paradise and they built Ibrox. <laughs> Take that, Johnny Mitchell. Woo! <laughs> I think it was worth it for that. For that, uh, that whole joke, the whole, the whole episode. The whole episode. Yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole podcast up until this very moment. Yeah, up until this very moment. Yeah. Um, so really, uh, I don't know if you have any further thoughts on your beer, Gavin. I know you really liked it at the start, and I really like it at the end. This is like something i will it was expensive now but i'm not sure if that's uh just because the mace on south circular road is expensive it was 450 which felt fucking felt tough for a session that, does, that seems mm. tough it seems it seems less egregious because everything else is so expensive now but we do have to recall that that's an insane price that's an insane price for a can of beer yeah so that's going to knock it down, I think. It is going to be a nine. It's delicious. I'm going to look for it elsewhere, see if I can get it at a better rate. But like, the beer is uh, a perfect session IPA. Perfect. Yep. Um, and I have to say for the for the first one, which is the chief 40th anniversary, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, eight. None of you care what my scores are because I don't have any case to begin with. Uh, but I liked it. And the Seven Virtues Lager, this is one of the nicer beers you can have. I'm going to give this a nine. Uh, I don't particularly know that it's... I don't know about what about its style or anything at all like that, but this is real fucking nice. This sort of okay. tastes like... You know when you would see someone drinking a beer on TV and they seem to be really enjoying it? Mm. Like, And then you taste a beer and you're like, eh. This is horrible. Uh, yeah. But this sort of tastes like what you'd imagine the beer that they'd be in. Oh, okay. Wow. A bit of a... About it, you know? Yeah. yeah. While still being beery. It's not like one of those beers that's like, 
it, it, its main its main attribute is that it tastes like something else. Which yeah, we yeah, yeah. No, this is definitively a beer, and I like it. I was certainly buying it again, and they should sell it. You know, um, in tailgate friendly little cans, there uh, in like six packs, and like you know, yeah. And they should sell it in more places, like places that don't normally sell beer at all. They should sell it at like you know mass and stuff, so that if you're <laughs> If you're in there, you know, you can just get yeah. a couple of beers and then yeah. make that hangover go away while mass is still going on. I think attendance would go way up. I agree. I agree. They started <laughs> selling beer earlier than you're otherwise allowed to sell it on a Sunday, but in mass, there'd be so <laughs> many jittery Catholics in there on a Sunday. Yeah, they've already introduced a seventh inning stretch for Mass to try and get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take me out to Buy me some peanuts and communion. Please don't let any Protestants in on its root. Root for the Jesus. <laughs> if he don't win, it's a shame. And don't talk about what you heard in confession. You know, that's what yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we fucking nailed it. <laughs> Which really only leaves us one thing to cheers to. To Mass and Seventh Inning Stretch. To Seventh Inning Stretch. <laughs> and oh. cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.